0: The Dragon Red is brought to you by the Armadillo Podcasting Club.
1: Did you know the pre-Christian holiday of Easter was originally symbolized by armadillos, not rabbits? Huh. Uh, but they changed it because they wanted to tone down the horniness
2: of the holiday. <laughs> and armadillos just fuck too hard. <laughs> That's right.
0: For more armadillo-related facts, to find out how you can access episodes of Darily, and to check out our other podcasts and merchandise, visit us at armadillo.club.
1: Time turns, and ages come and pass, leaving memories that become podcasts. Hello there. Welcome to The Dragon Reread. We're rereading Robert Jordan's Wheel of Time series of fantasy novels. I'm Jeff Lake.
0: I'm Alice Sullivan.
1: And I'm Michael
2: Spuckman. And today, we're talking about chapters 38 through 42 of The Eye of the World again. Previously, Rand and Matt continue their tour of chaos and destruction, stopping at all the dark friend hotspots along the way. I assume they have some sort of stamp card they're trying to fill. (laughs) (laughs) On your 20th dark friend encounter, you get like a free frozen yogurt or something, right? Uh, They finally arrive in the great city of Camelin, where they meet up with an old friend of Tom's who puts them up for the night. Also, Rand meets Loyal, the ogre bad boy, on the run and looking for fun. (laughs) Meanwhile, Nynaeve's crew tracks Perrin to a white cloak army camp. Nothing more satisfying than the wrecking shop on a bunch of white cloaks. So Lan, Nynaeve, Moraine, and a pack of assorted wolves just go to town.
1: (laughs) Chapter 38, Rescue. Icon of the Tarvalon Flame. Perrin and Egwene have been traveling with the, the white cloaks, traveling, being dragged behind horses. And, Not traveling, that would be way more yeah, fun, right? Yeah, right, just normal mm-hmm. old traveling. traveling,
2: yeah. and, and beaten to sleep every night by the white cloaks. Yeah, Child Bjar is like such a damn creep show, you know? Like, he's, he's like, dispassionately describing how they're going to be tortured and, like, beating them up like he's bored. Like, I, I swear, like, mm-hmm. he. Oh, this guy sucks. Yeah, he, this guy, it's, his guy's the worst. Like, this guy is worse than any dark friend we've met so far, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. He even sets like a trap so they can like to try and trick them into escaping mm-hmm. so he can kill them I also think that it is lucky for the White Cloaks organization that Egwene
1: was rescued Because judging by how she operates, she was going to be in charge of the White Cloaks in like
2: <laughs> six months That's right? a good point. Yeah, that's right. The beatings thing. It always starts beatings, this is right? Thing.
1: This, I realize this is the first Egwene getting
2: beat up thing Right, yeah <laughs> It's just like, in the, you know, we don't get an Egwene point of view, but she's probably like plotting out, like, okay, this is the guy who's in charge. This is, yeah. Like, oh, this is his weakness. This is yeah. like, yeah. This is the lesson that I'm learning. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> just, just start. I'm just, you know, I'm just asking some questions about the White Cloak faith. That's all. just want, just want to see how, what you think about it, you know? <laughs> yeah. But have you considered this? <laughs> and pretty soon they're killing
1: their, their White Cloak boss or whatever. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. So. Because they're slowing the White Cloaks down, Bayer helpfully offers to help them escape. Yeah. Escape right
2: into his sword. Yeah. yeah. Perrin, you know, puzzles that out uh, slowly. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, but yeah, like as, as he is uh, deciding on how to handle that, in yeah. Roseland, yeah. yeah. The knight
1: comes alive. He's the darkness. And he, like, non-lethals all the white cloaks, because
2: he doesn't kill unless he needs to. Uh, yeah, he, t- he does it with his bare hands, too, because, like, at this point, he's just like, it wouldn't he's, be fun if I used my sword. established these guys are wearing helmets, and he punches them down anyway. <laughs> <That's right. laughs> yeah, well, you know, they should have worn harder helmets, I guess. <laughs> yeah. And he land
1: frees them, uh, beats the crap out of Byer, who, who deserves it as much as anybody. And when Moraine's giant lightning storm attack distracts the White Cloaks and presumably distracts everybody inside a 100 mile radius. Distracts
2: <laughs> them to death, I assume. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, they just walk right out of camp. Yeah. yeah. Uh, there's a minute there when they they get back to Moraine when Lan learns that Nynaeve hasn't returned, and there's just like, there's almost like a standoff that happens. Yeah, he's about to go after her. Yeah. yeah. But then, luckily, Bella appears with Nynaeve, you know, <laughs> right, she, yeah. she brought Nynaeve out. Yeah, thanks, Bella. Yeah, yeah
0: but Maureen talks, him. i like, I did not like the way she was talking to him. He was like, no, <laughs> no, remember your oaths, no, stop it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it sucked.
1: I think Maureen would be, probably be happy if Nynaeve had an accident and disappeared at this point. Yeah. But is yeah. this the first time we hear Lan's full name? All Landman, Dragoman, Lord of the Broken Towers, blah, blah,
2: blah, blah. I think it really is. Yeah, yeah. Uh,
0: blah, 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 blah. Like, you don't know it. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah,
2: or whatever it is. Yeah, right. <laughs> uh, fun little side thing. Um, Perrin is pretty sure that he has BR's cloak because he can smell him.
1: Mm. I think like, oh, this is like the yeah. like, first
2: time of him having his like wolf smell powers.
1: You know, I noticed there's a whole bit in here where Perrin can't see in the dark and I wonder
0: I was wondering yeah. about that. What was up with that?
1: Yeah, maybe it was too dark. Yeah, maybe just too soon. He doesn't have the whole wolf eye thing going on yet. Yeah. But they'd
0: already talked about like him having night vision. That's so true, yeah. I was curious that stood out.
1: Yeah, yeah. it's weird. Maybe mm-hmm. it's just a, uh, you know, discontinuity.
0: Mhm. But yeah, Bella Bella brings Nynaeve back.
1: hmm and now yeah, they're reunited with their, their horse, Taverin. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, Nynaeve and Maureen kind of try and heal Perrin's eye thing, his cool, awesome wolf power that makes him the specialist boy in the world, and <laughs> they
2: can't. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Oh, also, Nynaeve puts some ointment on Perrin's bruised ribs, and the bruises just immediately fade.
0: Which freaks her out a little uh-huh. bit, yeah. Mm-hmm.
2: yeah. <laughs> he's like, that must be a really good o- ointment. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah. yeah,
1: Sometimes I stuff just does that. It's yeah. really nice.
0: Yeah, but she's starting to accept that she does have
1: power. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. And Perrin is pretty down about this whole awesome wolf power thing. Yeah. He thinks it might be shadow related. And Lan reassures him, sort of. Yeah.
0: Yeah. How about that? Good Lan. He's,
1: he's like, yeah, I mean, it's probably not shadow stuff, but maybe if it is, and even if, if it is, you know, we're all going to die, so... Ooh, let's just die. I, I, like, and
0: then he laughs. laughs.
2: I thought this conversation was interesting. This is like the most lighthearted we maybe ever see land, yeah, right? right? Like, Because I was trying to think, like, is there any other point in the books where he's not just like, Grim and just, like, serious, it's, right? I
0: think this is the only time he laughs. Suddenly he grinned, but his grin was as dark as a scowl. His <laughs> eyes sparkled merrily, laughing at the foot of the gallows. <laughs> that's about as jovial as he gets. That's
2: right. That's that's the equivalent of Elias rolling on the floor, howling in laughter for five minutes. Right,
0: right, right.
2: It's possible, you know, that Land's laughing way more often but everyone thinks he's scowling because it's like you know he he's got one of those faces yeah he's mm-hmm. got he laughs like he, he grins like a scowl yeah, so no one ever laughs at my jokes <laughs> <laughs> but land also knows elias we learned elias used to be a warder yeah, yeah in fact elias helped train land which i thought was interesting i didn't mm-hmm. know
0: that before before what happened mm-hmm. the red Aja dot 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 so yeah, yeah because elias must must have had something to, i wonder what elias was doing when the old um Umarlinsi was killed.
1: Right. Oh, no, yeah. that's a good question. Yeah.
0: New spring, because it had to have been something around that.
1: Yeah, that the, the timing would match up with that. That's yeah. true. Mm-hmm. Uh, I wonder. You know, that if that's when the the big foretelling happened. Maybe that's a, a big moment when the the old ways came back and the rules shifted and the the walls between realities get, became thin.
0: Maybe I wonder too, because because land very briefly set just references he says the red aja so i wonder if th- that happened and that's when elias developed his wolf powers mm-hmm. and that's so the red aja were gonna you know quote unquote gentle him or yeah. something because it'd be interesting if he'd had those already as a warder if he was already wolfy because you would think with the red aja walking around they would immediately clock that and think he uh could channel
2: right you know now that you mention it I don't remember if it was at this point or somewhere else where, uh, I think it was in this chapter where Moraine says something like, did you meet somebody who guided you, guided you, you (laughs) kind of catalyzed your powers. Yeah. And it makes me wonder if there was somebody who did that for Elias. Maybe. Oh yeah.
1: yeah. I don't know. So Lan also says something here. He says that the dark one can make the can warp the the pattern, right? Can make taveran stuff like happen mm-hmm. if he's close enough to touch the uh, the world yeah. right? just like the the pattern itself can. Mm-hmm. Which I feel like is something that gets dropped in the rest of the books. Like because a lot of, all this coincidental stuff that happens to to random Matt and Perrin, all the taveran stuff is all seems to be kind of Driven by the goodness, right? Driven by the the patterns. Sure. I guess but the, it's an interesting idea if some of those weird coincidences that you know, seemingly happenstance things that lead to a completely different occurrence in the
2: world could have been driven by the dark one instead. Yeah. Well, the, you remember the the taint bubbles or whatever that come up.
1: Yeah, that that's, that seems like.
2: <laughs> 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 yeah, see. yeah, we're always gonna laugh whenever I see taint bubbles. That's right. My God. You know, because the dark one's bubbly taint. Uh, <laughs> anyway (laughs) but yeah no i I mean like they 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 talk about that's what happens when the dark one touches i wonder if that's you know sort of
1: yeah i always thought those were
2: kind of
0: thoughtless though those bubbles it was just like randomness random randomness
1: evil it's possible yeah yeah it's 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 interesting to think of both the dark one and the light one or whatever uh warping the pattern back and forth in these extremely subtle ways and mm-hmm. it would be cool if there was a reading of this book where you could look and see which of these coincidences is is dark
2: one coincidence yeah. and which one of them is a, a good guy coincidence and you wouldn't know for sure right because it's right, like yeah. these are nudges that cause rippling Yeah
1: heck? and some of them some of them have an effect 100 years in the future. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Like I would that is interesting because I would assume like the, the um, random act being dumb and going out and shut our look off and getting the the uh, dagger Right, you know, which would have you would have thought that was a super evil thing, but on the other hand, that eventually led to Matt becoming this incredible general. So, right, yeah, a didn't key, work key out element well. in
2: the last battle.
0: Yeah, interesting.
2: I know that there uh, was it Balsamon does mention that it was his doing that led to the Trolloc Wars and things like that. So, I guess you could argue that's. I yeah. know Balsamon isn't the Dark One, but yeah, but he's yeah he's the a, agent of the Dark he's One. He's actually a guy,
1: and he did did that by, by giving orders to people. Yeah, mm-hmm. but uh, that's that's just a really cool idea, and I don't think I don't think. That, ha- that really comes up ever again. Doesn't seem like, no. So, they press on toward Camelin. Chapter 39, Weaving of the Web. Akana, the Lion of Andor. Rand heads out into
2: the busy crowds of Camelin. The crowds are all out to see Loghain. The show's here. He tries to get Matt to go, but of course Matt won't get out of bed. I, have, I was wondering about this. If Rand weren't Rand, do you think he would have already been poisoned by the dagger just by proximity? Because Maureen mentions how... No one mm-hmm. should even be near him for you know twenty minutes or more.
0: Yeah, I was wondering. And that's Rand's an been good like, point.
2: like ne- next to him. I mean, he sleeps in the room with him, right? <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. It's a good question.
1: I remember, like I later. That, I think if ran weren't ran Matt would be laying in a ditch somewhere. No one else would drag this guy around. <laughs> well,
2: that's a good point. I, I just remember that later in this uh, in the series, they start transporting the. Um, the dagger in like a a lead lined box cuz it's like radiation poisoning kind of thing <laughs> yeah, you know make very mm-hmm. much sense. yeah 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 i just it i just wonder
1: the, the lead absorbs the the shadow logoth particles that right.
2: are constantly emitted no they try and poke and they're like oh this is gross oh <laughs> God, I don't like it yeah
0: yeah that's a good question yeah. or maybe he's somehow able to negate it because he can channel or I don't know, so yeah. maybe yeah maybe it's
1: like one of those those protection auras like moraine seems to have mm. yeah and Matt is super extra crappy. Rand finds out that uh, a mysterious beggar, Padden Fane, is asking about Rand in town. Oh, that's right. Yep. And uh, Rand fills us in. He knows now all about the red versus white politics in Camelin, which he's he's chosen a side on.
2: Mm-hmm. Accidentally. Yeah, accidentally. <laughs> uh, but, you know, I mean, uh, everyone's sort of taking the day off of the politics thing because everyone's excited to see yeah. Loghain. Loghain on his way to be punished. Yeah. the political prisoner. <laughs>
1: yeah. And he's uh, a crowd of mostly anti-morguees stuff. Uh, Rand is on the pro-morguees side. He goes to see the show and he has a really good view because he's a tall asshole standing like <laughs> two rows back. <laughs> and he, everybody's behind him is complaining about how this tall guy's in front of them and they can't see. And he's like,
2: ha ha ha. Yep, I know. What right. A jerk. It's <laughs> uh, on
0: a stovepipe path. <laughs> all
2: set up, right? <laughs> with like maybe a bunch of flowers sticking out of it yeah. I, I i do think it's funny that like he doesn't even try to get there like he, he mentions he's just kind of like riding the crowd and it's like this is a taverine thing right he's just like i don't want to be at the front and it's like closes his eyes and just like gets nudge it's nudged there like, okay. yeah, right, yeah. uh but this actually the way that uh they just the scene is written it reminds me of being at a concert for sure like this the the, the feel of the the crowd, everyone kind of pushing it. It's like yeah. this is definitely like the pit of a concert.
1: But he gets accosted by Patton Fane in the crowd. Uh, he does not recognize Pat and Fane even now, even though he met Patton Fane looking like this. Like yeah, like, Ren you know, is not ago. good
2: at making these connections. <laughs> but uh, yeah, Patton Fane like points, like picks him out immediately. Just,
1: yeah, yeah. <laughs> and Rand runs away and wanders around for a while and finds a
2: convenient wall to climb to see Logain. This wall, this wall, I remember that, like, this part really sticks out in my mind. Yeah, this, is, this wall. This is great. This is the heart of the book, I think. Yep. Uh,
1: he sees Loghain, who has an imperial presence. Yeah. And then he falls off the wall and hits a branch of the way down
2: and is KO'd. Yep. <laughs> he's like wondering out loud, hey, I wonder what those Aes Sedai are doing around Loghain. Like, okay, come on, man, really? <laughs> <laughs> and then someone is like, okay, man, come on, really? And then he's like, whoa, <laughs> whoa. <laughs> out of the tree.
1: Chapter 40, The Web Titans, icon of the Tarvalon Flame. Uh, Rand wakes uh, all concussed and whatnot, and uh, his future dragon baby host and future buckboy boy of the Amarillo Sea <laughs>
2: <Yeah>. <laughs> wake him uh, and he's laying in the royal gardens. It's funny because we talked about how all the dark friends are fancy dressed and one of the first things he thinks when he wakes up is like oh she's fancy dressed like a dark friend and then it's like <laughs> oh and she's also super hot. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
0: right.
2: yeah. And uh, Elaine doctors his smashed head. Yeah they do a little playing doctor if you know what I mean Mm -hmm. no I mean like literally she breaks out like a pocket apothecary yeah yeah, he's got a serious concussion he's not okay just like smearing all kinds of stuff on him you know
0: funnily enough everything else that happened was actually only in his head it (laughs) only occurred in this one moment
2: (laughs) (laughs) this is the only time he ever met her
0: (laughs) and then he wakes up and it was all a dream
2: yeah he wakes up in a in a
1: wheelbarrow at the bottom of the wall (laughs) (laughs) oh this one's alive (laughs)
2: <laughs> it, it is funny though he like it takes him a long time to figure out like who this is he's yeah, just, like, like hanging like out a really long time <laughs> yeah. like it's really slow and like like ap- significantly after they give him their names, <laughs> yeah he's like, wait, wait, the wait, wait, your mom is whoa,
0: <laughs> <laughs> and
2: then he kind of panics, you know, but it's a long time, yeah,
0: they talk a little bit about um um uh more more gays and Gareth mm mm-hmm,
2: yeah mm-hmm,
1: mm-hmm. yep but uh but their, their their love is star-crossed you know their politics keep them apart or something mm-hmm. like that something yeah and we get a quick cameo from galad uh who
2: Rand's half brother holy shit that's right yeah uh-huh. uh he's like meh, 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 you're not supposed to be here and then he runs for the guards that's what he sounds like in my head like, yeah, yeah, yeah
0: probably
2: I'm galad. yeah <laughs> what are you doing here <laughs> <laughs> You're not supposed to be
1: here. That's right. That's glad. And yeah, he he rushes off to the guards and
2: calls them. And Talonvor shows up with the guards. Yeah,
0: how about that? Hi, also- Talonvor.
2: We get Elaine's first swear. This is a thing that like goes throughout the entire series, I yeah. suppose. Mm-hmm. It's a stableman's swear. I mean, yeah. what did she say? I, I, I don't know. We don't know. We you know, know. It's like horsecock. <laughs> <laughs> Big throbbing horsecock. <laughs> <laughs> Elaine, hold on. Oh, Jesus
1: Elaine. In
2: this world, it's probably like warm milk in a bucket. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> That's
2: disgusting. You could get this you could get, you know, sick from that if it's sitting in there for more than four to six hours.
1: <laughs> and so they there's a, a bit of a standoff because the guards basically want to kill Rand for you know Doing this thing that they kill people for doing right. jumping into the, the gardens, right. but luckily they are summoned to the queen. Yeah And uh, Morgaze is there after the Rand has marched through the halls with Gareth, Bryne, and Elida
2: Oh speaking uh, of Elida, sorry on the way to the the throne room They have one, one another one of these moments where Rand is noticing how lush and green the garden is and they're like, oh, yeah that's because we have a wizard who makes all of our all of our plants grow. It's like, come on, man. Like, They just convert that little garden into some like crops that Elida does the same thing for. They could be feeding the city. Could be feeding people. Yeah. yeah
0: that's what they say, though.
2: Yeah. Yeah. yeah they, they say
1: Elida said she can only do this for one farm, uh-huh. which is a reason not to do it for one farm, apparently. Which is
2: exactly what you should do. You should do it for one farm and feed as many people as you can. Oh, whatever. Yeah. It's yeah. fine. Wizards, you know? What are you going to do? <laughs> right. But She's busy. Yeah, right. Knitting, literally knitting.
0: Yeah.
1: (laughs) And uh, Rand thinks extensively about how beautiful and glorious Morghese is. Yeah. How she has all the beauty of Elaine, but
2: mature (laughs) and ripe. Ripened. Oh, God, really? Dude, dude.
0: You know what? As a lady of us approaching a certain age, I love it.
2: (laughs) (laughs) And
1: Morghese tells off Elaine and Gwen for disobedience, which they totally did. Mm
0: Mm-hmm.
2: And they're, they're heading off to Tarvalon soon with the caravan with Loghain.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Oh, uh, and another thing, Elida drops uh, a line about how uh, Elaine is going to be crafted for the destiny that she has or something like that. And uh, I realize that she's alluding to her misinterpreted prophecy where she thinks Elaine is going to be the, the, the... It's like, what is it? The, the anci- she's figured out the Andoran blood is yeah, going to save the, the world? The,
1: the bloodline of the throne of Andor is key to the, the saving the world in the last battle. Which she thinks of these people.
2: Yeah. You have it in you to be the greatest queen that Andorra has ever seen, that any land has seen in more than a thousand years. It is for you that we will, sh- for this that we will shape you if you have the strength for it. So, yeah. Yeah. And then Elida interrogates Rand. Yeah. Does uh, my,
1: my favorite scene uh, where she mentions that he's got the Heron Mark sword and everybody freaks out. Everyone <laughs> in the room is
2: like, <gasps> yeah, yeah. Yeah. You that's, know?
1: That's so cool. I, I, the, I'm sad that they didn't go to Caiman in
2: the show because that would have been a really great. It would have been good. I know, and, and and honestly, like I, in a way, I feel like the Harry Mark Blade Master thing, like it's a little downplayed as as you go through the series, yeah. but like the idea at this moment that it, like a room full of guards and like one of the you know the, one of the greatest generals of all time are scared of this one guy who could be a blade master, I think is pretty pretty nifty you yeah, know that's mm-hmm. that's very effective
0: and yeah. elida points out that he physically looks nothing like someone from the two rivers yeah and in yeah. fact
2: earlier when in the garden uh Gwynne, uh asks him where he's from and when he says the two rivers he's like huh really you know yeah, yeah. Yeah.
0: everybody thinks he's aiel
2: yep exactly yeah. yeah but but
1: everybody except rand thinks yeah. <laughs> 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 that he looks like an Aiel. right right Rand's like, i'm from the two rivers and tamal thor is my dad
0: well, here's an interesting thing, too, that I hadn't caught the first around. Morgay says, I know you're not lying because you talk in a distinct way and I've met somebody from the Two Rivers a mm-hmm. very long time ago. Who's the only person from the Two Rivers who we know left and not mm-hmm. only left, but went far away?
2: Oh, you They're think it right. might have been Tam?
0: I think she must have met Tam at some point. Been. I mean,
2: he, he was a blade master, which means he wasn't just your, your average soldier. Wait, yeah. do, you think, do you think Tam and Morgay's... Ever, you know, I have that 90%. No. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, because Rand also says to Elida that he's Tamil for his son, and Mor- we don't get an indication that Morghese recognizes that name.
2: Oh, okay.
1: Fair I enough. think
0: maybe she had been like touring the troops think, or something.
1: I don't, think, I don't think Tam just gives out his name to every yeah. every queen that he, he bags. Sure, you know sure. I mean?
0: yeah.
2: <laughs> That's true, you know, he's a man. He comes
0: all... up with the name.
2: <laughs> <laughs> he's like, My I'm name's
0: Jefferson,
2: Valbor. <laughs> <Smith." laughs> It's interesting tam al thor sounds a lot like this guy at bag, one time Bam whatever <laughs> <laughs> i always thought it was a weird name yeah. probably just a coincidence
0: <laughs> and then nine months later i had a link oh, <laughs> <man>.
2: <laughs> um.
0: yeah.
1: so and I- I to gives this foretelling about how, uh, I not know, a bunch of important stuff is happening and uh, you know, Division will rack the whole world and this man stands at the heart of it and does her famous thing where she whispers it just to, to Rand so that she can kind of say without lying that, that she said it. Yep. Mm-hmm. But, but she's actually hiding, hiding it from everybody else. And I think this is interesting because this is classic Elida where she totally, like, the pattern gave her two foretellings, telling her that the brand was the guy.
2: It's like, no, no, Elida, you've got this wrong. Yeah, like, it's like, this no, no, the... yeah, yeah.
1: It's, here's another foretellings. You put it together, this is the guy. And she still doesn't get it.
2: No, no. She's like, oh, the, like the thing where, what what is it? I can't remember the one that's later. Is about how the Amalin seat was gonna do something crazy. It's like that's gonna be me, you know?
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. The, the Armelin seat will will win the last battle or something like that. So it's like,
2: well, luckily I'm here, you know? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> Elida's yeah. the worst. She sucks. <laughs> yeah. Also, uh, speaking of Elida sucks, uh, she's like, even though uh, they determine that Rand probably isn't there to hurt anyone. Uh, she's like oh, let's just lock him up for a few weeks just to be sure and like this is why you don't fuck with royalty because they just <laughs> yeah. do that right? <laughs> yeah, right yeah a few weeks
1: in prison sure whatever just to be safe uh, yeah it's really crappy even Gareth Bryan kind of wants to do that yeah just Come to on. be safe you know commoners but. <laughs> right uh, but Morghese won't do that because that would be unjust mm-hmm. hey way to go Morghese yeah. yeah that's awesome she was good before she gets her brain scrambled by Robin yep and Rand is escorted out and right before he leaves, Elaine tells him, Oh, he's handsome. And Uh-oh. Gwen tells him he looks just like an Uh-oh. Mm-hmm. Which, Rand's like, I don't know what that means. I don't know what either of those things mean. Yeah. I can't process any
2: of that information. <laughs> <laughs> and like,
0: Once again, I'm super concussed, guys. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
2: He's like, barely, he's like stumbling. He's like, barely. <laughs> uh, Gwyn also says in their parting, I wish I could have gotten to know you better. Which, I mean. Uh, yeah. Uh, man, that he's going to regret that one before everything's done. Yeah, he's going to spend a
1: long time just hating Rand for no reason. And then he's going to go. Commit suicide by demandred. I know.
2: God, he's the worst.
1: He's the worst. <laughs> Gwyn is the worst. Yeah. Who knew? Who knew at this moment yeah. that Gwyn would be the worst?
2: Yeah. <laughs> you know, in the in the like the long fight between Galad, Elaine, and Gwyn to determine the worst trach end, who would have thought it'd be Gwyn, right? Right.
1: I mean, like even Lord Luke, I'd probably take him over Gwyn. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Honestly, kind of, yeah. <laughs>
0: Going back to it too, Morgay saying, I forgot to mention, Morgay saying that he sounds like a two reverse person. Like, I went back and read what he said, and he doesn't say anything. He doesn't, like, have a distinct kind of... way of phrasing things or anything like that. So I think they are all speaking the old tongue.
2: <laughs> I, was going with that. I was going
0: with that theory. <laughs> oh, They're yeah. speaking the old tongue at all times.
2: Yeah. He
1: introduced himself in the old tongue and, and only like Morghese and Elida understood it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> He's like, yep, two rivers.
2: <laughs> yeah. We're always doing shit like that. the old blood. You know how it goes. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, that would make a lot of sense. Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. And so, he gets the fuck out of there.
1: Yeah. That's, that's the first smart thing he's done here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Chapter 41 Old Friends and New Threats. Icon of the Staff. Rand heads back to Basil Gill's place and uh, tells Basil Gill and Loyal about his story. Basil <laughs> Gill's like, Yeah, right. Yeah, at first they're but,
2: laughing, and like, No, seriously? <laughs> <laughs>
1: uh, and Basil Gill lets him know that it is time to flee Camelon. Yeah, you need to get the fuck out of here, man. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And Loyal wants to go with him, because Loyal's a mad lad, you know what I mean? He is. Yes, yeah, he is. He's the, the, the Osier bad boy. <laughs> and some White Cloaks visit, uh, looking for some Two River people, and Rand is like, Oh, that's got to be me, right? <laughs>
2: yeah. Yeah. I'm going to say, like, whenever the white cloaks show up, it's never going to be, like, a, a good thing, right? It's never, like, the white cloaks show up and, you know, give everyone kittens to hold their
1: mm-hmm. you know,
2: white cloaks show up and then, you know, they kicked off a wild kegger, right? It's yeah, just yeah. It's always the white news. cloaks showed up and they sucked. Yep. But then, luckily, the others arrive.
0: Yeah. this Aww. grand
1: reunion. This made happy. me happy. Yeah, with uh, Egwene and Perrin and Nynaeve
2: and Moraine and Bella, I guess, is in the staples. Yeah, scene. you know, she's probably poking her head through and like, hey guys, <laughs> hey,
1: we're back.
2: <laughs> well, I brought them here for you. <laughs> uh, it's, 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 a, it's a nice reunion, right? Yeah. It's, it's
1: really good. They fill each other in on their adventures. Uh, Perrin is extra, like, cool and, like, pouty now, which makes him, like, even cooler. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Like, I was like, damn, he's so cool. I couldn't yeah. remember Perrin being so cool. Yeah. <laughs> they head up to see Matt... Uh, where Maureen quickly IDs as Mashadar
2: cursed. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he. It's it's kind. Of, this this actually like was a little bit of like an exorcist scene where he's just like he's like grinning this like horrible grin, or or was he, like glaring or scowling, and he's just like saying these really pointed things to each person that like yeah like, really targeting yeah, their weaknesses, things. you know. Mhm. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, Maureen immediately knows what this yeah, is.
1: Yeah, and she says that that's how the tr- miradals and stuff are. Finding them, yeah. Because Matt's like an evil beacon. Fucking Matt. Fucking Matt. Yeah. Matt.
2: Fucking Matt, man, with his stupid dagger. I, thought, I know. I did think it was kind of ridiculous how they met a dark friend in every village. Yeah. Yeah. I forgot. I forgot that was why, but it makes perfect sense. Like you know, you can sense it. Like it's, it's like yeah. it gives off a smell or something. It's you know, evil
0: yeah. tracker. Yeah. Right.
1: Uh, but Lan also says that Trollocs are massing outside Camlann and watching every exit, and they're they're building up their forces to attack Camlann itself. To come get them, mm-hmm. and so they're kind of screwed. But Moraine is going to try and heal Matt. Chapter forty-two: Remembrance of Dreams. Icon of the Ravens. They all reunite again with Loyal in the
2: library. Yeah, it's 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 great because generally, like, they they all handle it better than Rand did. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Loyal is pretty excited to meet this crew, like, as he's hearing, I imagine in his head he's, like, tallying up. That one's probably a Tavaren. Oh, yep, that one, too. Oh, man, they're all Tavaren. Yeah, 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 it is going down. Even the horse is This is crazy. (laughs) Uh, I assume Loyal knows
1: the Song of Horses and and has a good chat with Bella. Oh, absolutely. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I bet Bella has enough patience to listen to Loyal's stories. It's true, you know? She probably does. Absolutely. Bella's a great listener. And uh, Matt is there. Moraine has managed to sort of heal him, like contained the the poison, so he's not dangerous to anybody. Mm-hmm. But he's got to go to Tarvalon for the, the
2: full deal.
0: So she says.
2: So she says. And he still has the dagger on him because she can't take it away from him without him dying. Yeah. Yeah. It seems like every sign's pointing to Tarvalon, though, right? Yeah. Because well, we got to go to Tarvalon. She really does. wants him to go to Tarvalon.
0: And Matt references that he does not remember much.
2: Yeah, I think he said Whitebridge is the last thing he clearly remembers.
1: So has Matt been piloted by Mordeath since Whitebridge? I guess so, yeah. yeah.
2: It's Mordeath must have had access to his memories because he said those mean things about Nynaeve and whatnot. That's a yeah. good point, yeah. Well, it, it's not exactly Mordeath, right? It's just like the, the seed of Mashadar because Mordeth is patent faint now, right? I guess it is. It's it's very vague. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's the, the evil, you know, eldritch nightmare that is, you know, whatever.
1: Yeah. And Rand catches them up on his political adventures, uh, tells them that he met some princesses, queens, whatnot, you know, the, the, the queen's wizard advisor wants, him, wants to capture him, he got a problem, but that's like, that's like a secondary problem, really, on, on Rand's <laughs> list.
2: I know, right? It's a uh, you know, good thing he was laying low, right?
1: <laughs> and Loyal tells them of another Eye of the World warning. Yeah. Which Maureen figures out that, that she heard about this and they, she hears about the the
2: one that the Tinkers had from yeah. Perrin. So that actually that warning actually does make it to the right ears. I'd forgot about that. I, I did think it was funny that when Loyal starts this off, he's he says, Maureen, I I had a question I wanted to ask you and she's like, Okay, keep it brief. And if you look at it the next paragraph is like over half a page. Yeah. It's like, Okay, Loyal yeah. <laughs> oh, This is so cool. Uh-huh. It's it's fantastic. I love yeah. I love Loyal.
1: And, uh, and then Random and Matt and Perrin finally tell
2: Moran about the Baalzaman dreams. Finally. Jesus. Oh, my God. Mm-hmm. And she's like, yeah, you you know, if you had told me about this earlier, I probably could have done something about it, but, you know.
1: Yeah, well, maybe she shouldn't have acted super creepy and told them she was going to destroy them if they didn't do what she said. That's a good point. She did say that, didn't she? Yeah. She yeah. was not acting very trustworthy. No, no that's no. true. And she has been busily trying to separate them from all other, like, connections, you know, very cult-like. It is. Yep. And... Rand tells her about the false dragons, and she prevaricates about that. She
0: does.
1: Which is another, right right here, right? Yep. She's saying, you should have trusted me. And then, boom, right here, she withholds important information Oh, No, that's a her.
2: very good point. She absolutely did. Yeah. Uh, and, and Rand catches it. He's like, I noticed she didn't answer that question, you know? Yep. Yeah.
1: And Moraine says that their path is now forced, that they must go to the Blight and the Eye of the World via the Ways, uh, which Loyal says, oh, but we'll die. <laughs> <laughs>
2: yeah he's uh he's not 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 thrilled about that idea yeah and it's like hey hey loyal you opted into this <laughs> yep. this is uh you called this one yeah uh, this is cool though this is these are really good chapters they yeah are. It's, it's been good this, this was fun I, I i it was it was slowing down a little bit as they were traveling but now this is this is this is a lot of the, the stuff that really sticks in my mind you know mm-hmm
1: so that's it for this episode next time we're going to talk about chapters 43 through 47 of the eye of the world again i'm jeff lake you can find me at jefflake.info i'm
0: alice Old, and that's Blue Bonnet Cafe and instagram
1: i'm mike struckman i still don't have one of those if you have any comments questions or feedback please drop us a line at hello at armadillo.club we love hearing from you please share us with anybody you think will like us please give us good reviews wherever you got this please find out how you can give us your dollars at armadillo.club please like us in real life. We're just so likable. Until next time, the the
2: light illumine you.